yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day, I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives, today is Friday, so you know we are back with another banger here on Chats with Preacher Boy, but before we get into this week's topic, you know we always gotta open up with a little word of prayer, so I ask that you join me in this moment of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God. We thank you for another day, dear God, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we want to ask that you forgive us for anything that we may have done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness and remove any hindrances that are not like you, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you have your way on this week's podcast, dear God. Allow something to be said that helps your people right where they're at, dear God, and give them better understanding and clarity to apply to their lives, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you continue to bless every listener, every watcher, dear God. I ask, I ask that you continue to open the doors that they desire in their lives and close the doors that cause hindrance and obstacles and problems unnecessarily in their lives, dear God. And we thank you, we bless you, and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, it is Friday. It has been another successful week. I believe that in my heart that it has been successful. You know, we made it to this point. You know, we're still alive to God be the glory. You know, even though someone wasn't promised today, he saw fit to bless us with it. And I feel like that's more than enough to be thankful for. But before we get started heavily into the topic, um, I want you to comment below. Like, blow up the comments, blow that share button like crazy, and spread the word that we are live right now. As you can see out my window, um, it's still a little daytime. That's the that's the kind of the perk of being in Germany. It stays day for a longer period of time. It's crazy. But you know, I, I can't complain about it. I ain't mad. But comment down below where you're watching. Where are you streaming currently? Um, just, just get involved in the comments. I want you to share your thoughts, share your, share your opinions on this topic. I, I want you to get engaged. Let's, let's go back and forth and have some dialogue on today. I want to hear your opinions as I expound on what we're gonna talk about. Um, also, another thing I want, I want you to do. I want you to drop your ethnicity in the comments. Let's do something different. On top of your location and where you're watching from, drop your ethnicity and your background. What are you? I want to know. I'm curious what my viewers are. So y'all do that for me, and let's go ahead and get into this week's topic. So, um, the topic is understanding love. This week I posed a question out to everybody, and I said, does love hurt? The responses I got were uh, not surprising because I knew a lot of people would answer this in, in a certain way and others wouldn't. But for Instagram, I got six people that voted heck yeah and then two people that says no, not at all. And then on Facebook, I had 10 votes that said yes and then two votes that said no. So a lot of my uh, viewers and uh, followers believe that love hurts. That was the majority of the vote. You know, that that's what the people said. That's what, they, that's what they're going with. And that's what the uh, statistics show. Um, if you don't already, go ahead and follow Chats with Preacher Boy 
on Instagram and also look up Chats with Preacher Boy, the Facebook page. If you have me on your personal Facebook as Marcus Long, that's fine. But still, go tap into those those other social medias as well. I need you to go ahead and share the, the Facebook page, share the Instagram, promote, promote, promote. I need to get them followers up, man. I, I, I need to be like some of y'all. I see people with a thousand, two thousand. Look, I ain't, I ain't asking for a hundred K. 50k, 20k, 10k. I'm just asking for like a thousand or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm being, I'm being, you know, simple. Simplicity is key. But um, nevertheless, does love hurt? As I was studying um this week, and what I've, what I've grown to know about love, at one, at one point in time, I could say I believe that love did hurt. And the reason why I say that is because I believe that love caused that there was always a cause when it came to love that there was always something that happened every time I would say every time I was in a relationship even in high school and I said that I love somebody you know when they did something to, that hurt me even though they said they loved me it just proved to me that love hurt and I would go with that even today you know when things would happen I would I would have that mindset that Though they said they love me and they did something that hurt me, that just goes to show that love hurts. I'm here to dispel any myth about love and, and the meaning of love today. 100%. I'm here to dispel that because number one, to answer the question, does love hurt? The answer is no. So if you're one of the ones that said uh, love, love, uh love her and you put no congratulations give yourself a round of applause pat yourself on the back do what you gotta do but um let's break down why love uh doesn't hurt so the key verses for this week i'm gonna read two of them number one is first corinthians 13 4 through 8 and i'm reading the amplified the amplified version so it's very detailed very very um in depth with with what, what it's saying in the scripture and I want you to catch this so it says love endures with patience and serenity love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant it is not rude it is not self-seeking it is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered it does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fades nor ends, but as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. And the last key, key verse I'm going to read to you is 1 Peter 4 and 8. I'm going to read two versions for you. I'm going to read the Amplified Version and the New Living Translation. The reason why I chose these two is because the way the, the, the verbiage was in the text, it really caught my eye. And I, and I feel that it will do the same for you all. So here it is, 1 Peter 4 and 8. Above all, have fervent and unfailing love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. It overlooks unkindness 
and unselfishly seeks the best for others. The New Living Translation version says, most, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sin. So like I said, today I'm here to dispel the myths and whatever uh, understanding that you have previously about love and stating that love hurts. You know, the dictionaries primarily uh, show that love is a noun, which is a person, place, or thing, not to insult your intelligence, but it, it primarily categorizes as love as a noun. That's its main focus. And I'm here to let you know that love isn't just a feeling. Love isn't just an emotion. Love is action. It's an action word, which is also known as a verb. So meaning something that is done, something that has to, something that takes place. That's what love is, right? So we have to understand that there's a difference between love, affection, and lust. Those are the three things that I want you, that I want to point out to you that there's a difference in. There's a difference between love, affection, and lust. So love, uh, not love. I've already gave you what love means. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 clearly says what love is. But affection, based on the dictionary, Merriam-Webster, whoever you want to go to for the dictionary, it says a, a feeling of liking and caring for someone or something. Also, a moderate feeling or emotion. That's what affection is, right? Lust is usually intense or unbridled sexual desire. Intense sexual desire or appetite. A passionate or overmastering desire or power. Sometimes we believe we're in love or, you know what I'm saying, or we're doing love when in reality it's, it's just that we're affectionate. Sometimes we believe we're in love and we're doing love, but in all reality, we're just lusting after somebody. And those those are common to, uh, to us today. You know, a lot of times, for me, for example, I can say this um, to give more transparency. When I was growing up, I used to always say, I love my dad, I love my mom. You know what I'm saying? I love my parents, right? I love them without a shadow of a doubt. I love them. I'll do anything for my parents, right? But the moment that I did something that disappointed my parents, right? I was no longer showing my love. Because the Bible says this. The Bible says, if you love me and keep not my commandments, you're a liar and the truth is not within you. Right? So if love is an action word and I say that I love someone and I do something that is against what I'm saying, that means I really don't love them. I remember having a conversation with my dad a few months back and um, we were talking about, you know, all the times he went on deployment or and all the times that I was acting up and I was just rebellious, doing whatever I wanted to do, not listening to my mom's, you know what I'm saying, and just doing my own thing. And he asked me, have you always loved me? And I thought about it and without hesitation, I said, no, I haven't. And saying that, like, saying that out loud, it, it kind of brought a conviction, but it was, you know, it was needed. Because oftentimes we say we always love someone, but our actions go completely opposite to what we're saying. And from the very beginning, I stated to you that love is an action word. So if love is all these things that 1 Corinthians 
13 describes being patient, you know, showing serenity, being kind, thoughtful, not jealous, envious, what, not rude, all these things, right? And I'm doing everything that's opposite of that. That means I don't love. That means I'm not showing love, right? I'm not whatsoever. So when my dad asked me that question and I told him, I said, no, I believe I haven't always loved you. And I told him, and the reason why I can say that is because I haven't been in a place where I was always showing that action of love. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I had affection. You know, I cared. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I didn't care. But I, I haven't always loved. The same thing goes with with uh, with my wife. Uh, a lot of things that we've went through, right? I can't say that I loved her in those, in those times where I was doing wrong or the times when she did me wrong. We couldn't say that we loved each other because it would go against opposite of what love really means. We weren't showing the actions of love, and love is an action word, and it doesn't hurt. Love covers, not causes, right? It covers, not causes, because the Bible says in 1 Peter 4 and 8, like I read, it said, above all, have fervent and unfailing love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. Oftentimes, in relationships, I've noticed that a lot of people will say that they love someone and when something happens right that is that that kind of brings some problem to the relationship you know the person that's either you know in trouble or caught up doing something they're like you know i love you i'll do anything to make this right right like they say something like along those lines in all reality men and women i want you to know this that's a lie they're probably not going to accept it. You know, I wouldn't have accepted this a while back, you know, some years back. But it's, it's, it's a lie. Because if you really love someone, you would do everything in your might to not hurt them. To, to make sure you stay away from hurting them. Because based on the scripture, love is patient. Love is kind. It's not envious. It's not jealous. It's not rude. It's not, it's not none of these negative things that cause pain and strife to people. Right? It's... It's pure things. And so when we do something that's that falls into the action of those negative things that, that the Bible talks about or that we know of naturally, we're not walking in love. That's not love. So it's not that love hurts. No, 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 no. Love doesn't hurt. The thing is, people believe that they love someone when they do something wrong. In all reality, that's not the case. Right? It's, it's not. And um, it's, that was a hard pill for me to swallow, you know, for the longest, because I remember in my first first year of marriage, you know what I'm saying, like everything that was going on with me, I, I felt, you know, my wife and I, we swore up and down we loved each other, right? We, we swore up and down we loved each other. But in reality, we didn't, because love is an action word. It's an, Though, though society has it primarily categorized as a, as a noun, love is originally known as an action. It's something that has to be done, not something that needs to be said. Because I can say something all day long to you, right? And I can say it, but if my actions don't match up with what I'm saying, you're not going to go with, with anything that I'm saying. Because you're going believe to believe for me to be a hypocrite. And the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if I'm saying one thing to you and I'm preaching that to you all day long, but you see me do something completely opposite to what I'm saying, 
How can you receive that? That means one. That means one and one and one and one thing only. I really don't love you. Because if I love you, I'm gonna do everything in my power that I can not to hurt you, not to cause problems, not to cause pain, not to cause issues. Because love covers, not causes. When Jesus died on the cross, right? He did it because he loved us. He didn't, he didn't want us to have to face eternal damnation. He wanted us to have eternal life. It says in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Just like 1 Peter 4 and 8. Again, I, I say to you, love covers a multitude of sins. And so the problem that I have, right, that I've experienced we could transition a little bit from the relationship aspect to the uh, how we live on the daily. A lot of times as Christians, this is what I've seen, that a Christian will say that they love someone or they, they, they're all about love, but they're constantly hating individuals, i.e. racism, i.e. you know, all, all everything that's going on today. You know, hate, hate is in the heart. They're hating a person. Right? And the thing is, we weren't called to hate people. No, we were not called to hate people. We were called to hate sin. Because sin is not of God. People are of God. God created us. So we're to love people. Because love covers a multitude of sins. Once again, the Bible says in Romans uh, 3 and 23, it says, For we all have fall short of the glory of God. For we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Nobody in this world that's living today has walked perfect their entire life. Nobody. Just because you sin differently than the person to your left or to your right does not mean they're excluded to receive love from you. Let me say that again. Just because the person to your left or to your right sins differently than you do does not exclude them from receiving love that they deserve, that we're called to give on the daily. We're supposed to give love. How can we say we are of God, but we hate the person to our left and to our right? How can we say we love God when we hate our brother, which we see, and God, which we don't see? What, that, that just don't make no sense to me. It's, it, it's, not, it's not possible. So no, love does not hurt. And, and another thing that I wanna point out, about me as a person I have I have friends that are alcoholics I have friends that are uh, that use drugs I have friends that are gay lesbian I know people who are transgender bisexual liars still stealers I know people that are racist I know people that do all kinds of things that I personally don't agree with right but that does not exempt them from me loving them. That doesn't mean I'm supposed to stop loving them. No, I love them with all my heart. All of my heart. We are called to love. The way you win someone over, and this is what I've learned, the way you win someone over to Christ is by loving them. Because your love, if you're, if you're doing what the Bible says, love covers a multitude of sins, right? So if you're loving them how the Bible has called us to love, and you're loving them past their faults, you're loving them past their issues, you're loving them past all the things that you see with your eyes, and you kind of turn it, turn it from your vision, 
that love is going to cause a conviction in their heart to ask you, how is it that you can love me when you see me for who I am? You see what I'm doing. You see that it doesn't align up with the word of God. But how is it that you can love me? Easy. Because love covers a multitude of sin. Just because you sin differently than I sin doesn't mean that you are exempt to receiving love. And that is the problem that we have on today. I see it all the time. I see people shun all kinds of people for no reason. And they feel like they're, they're, they have the obligation and they have the right to take away love. No, what if God just took away his love from you? What if God just decided one day, and I don't love them, so I don't think I'm gonna wake them up today. You'd be dead. <laughs> There'd be no more you. So we're called to love because love covers. Love covers a multitude of sin. And don't forget, because we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We all have sinned. All of us. Ain't, ain't nobody perfect. Nah, man, Jesus was perfect. Jesus, who knew sin and didn't do sin, walked this earth and died for us and paid the ultimate price. For God so loved the world. So loved. Give me one second. Let me drink some water. <laughs> but anyways, in John chapter 8, there's a story, right? John chapter 8, there's a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Those of you, those of you uh, who don't know, adultery is when you're uh, married and you step outside of your marriage, you, you cheat. Cheating. That's what adultery is, essentially. And um, the Pharisees brought this woman to Jesus and they was like, uh, teacher, teacher, uh, what do you say about this woman? She was caught in the act of adultery. Uh, the law of Moses says that we're to stone her, right? That's that's, that's, that's what they were pointing out. They were, trying to, they were trying to tempt Jesus, right? And so they kept talking, and it, and it says here in verse 6 of chapter 8 in John, it says, This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground, as though he heard them not. And so when they continued asking him, he lift up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin cast the first stone. You know what them fools did? All of them. I kid you not. Disappeared. Gone. Because Jesus said, he that is without sin cast the first stone. And by the time Jesus was done writing in the ground, right, he looked up. He asked the woman, he said, where are your accusers at? Where where the people that was gonna stone you? She was like, they're gone, my lord. And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it says here, he said, woman, I'm, I'm gonna read exactly what he said. He said, woman, where are thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, no man, lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. So you mean to tell me if Jesus, Jesus, right? Jesus Christ, the person that we we claim to be like every day as we as we call ourselves Christians, can look at this woman, 
say, I don't condemn thee either. Go and sin no more. If he does this and we claim to be like Christ, why are we not doing this daily? Why not? Why not? So I challenge you today, see past someone's faults because love covers a multitude of sins. Love is what's gonna win them over. There's a song that says, love lifted me. Love lifted me. I forgot the rest of the song, I think it's, when nothing else can help. Yeah, love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Hmm, love, wow. And I'm gonna read this, I'm gonna read 1 Corinthians one more time for you, the 13th chapter, to give you one last understanding of what love is. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It is not taken to account a wrong endured. It is not rejoiced at injustice, but rejoices with the truth, when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. So I challenge you today, go love on somebody. Love them like Christ loves us daily. If you claim to be like Christ and you aren't loving like he does, you aren't Christ-like. You are not a Christian and you need to reevaluate yourself. That's what you need to do because love does not hurt. Love covers. So I want you to know that. Go out this week, this coming up week, and go love on somebody the way God called us to love. Take some time to really reflect and think like, God, have I been loving like you called me to love? Or am I saying something with my lips and my actions are doing something completely opposite? I challenge you to do that for me this weekend. And on top of that, give, give God some time and record and recognize him for waking you up this week and bringing you through another week. For like I said in the beginning, today wasn't promised, but he saw fit to bless you with it. So I, I ask that you give God some time. Give him a little bit of your time. Because at the end of the day, I want you to know this. I love you. If no one says it to you, I love you both with my lips and I'll show you with my actions that I love you. But more importantly, God loves you more. So I want you to know, I pray that y'all have a blessed weekend. I pray that y'all get some rest, get a cool off from whatever you went through on this week, and know next week has better in store for you. Y'all be blessed. Preacher Boy out.